Hey, welcome to episode six of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. Stephen, how are you this week? Um, depends on your definition of how are you. Yeah. Um, well, you know, um, mostly I, I've kind of been between like abject, total depression to like manic behavior, like I'm going to move to a red state and like yeah, turn it blue luck. by running for dog catcher or to, yeah. you know, whatevs, to, to gallows humor, essentially. When people say, how are you in the last, for the last week, I've said the same thing. Fucking horrible. <laughs> but, that's how I am. That, I'm fucking that, horrible. How are that you? Kinda, that kind of sums it up. I mean, I, I get a sense in this. I guess this goes to show what a bubble we live in. I, I haven't really come across anybody who's super psyched. Like, woohoo! Republicans control all the legislative branch as well as the presidency. Woohoo! I'm totally psyched. I haven't even – even Republicans yeah. I know are not psyched about this. Well, apparently there was a dude in Brooklyn who was pretty psyched about this because he punched some lady in the face <laughs> oh in a bar God. on Saturday night. Just add that because, to the litany of absolute yeah. insane hate and violence yeah. that's going on in this country. You know, I think that what he did was, and I still, I don't even, I'm not even sure that I've used his name once since the election. Who, President-elect he, Donald Trump? No, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> Um, I told you it was hard. He he stirred up. He really worked people into a, an angry frenzy. Oh. And it's coming out. Yeah. It's it's coming out. We see it all over. We see swastikas being painted. We see, you know, say, uh, graffiti saying black lives don't matter and neither does your vote. Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, there's some bad shit going on. It is just fucking horrible. So... So let's let's break it down. I mean, we can sit here and we can just talk about how horrible we feel about everything, but but let's let's really get to the heart of this. So honestly, how fucked are we this week? Oh, this week's edition of How Fucked Are We? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're fucked. We are We're so fucked. fucked. <laughs> I, I think well, I mean, just a couple names come to mind when I think about it. how fucked are we? Uh Rudy Giuliani, Secretary of State. Try that one on. No. Uh, That's fucking horrible. Thought, Think about that for a second. We were supposed to have resigned him to the trash heap of history last week. Oh, God. Your favorite racist, insane uncle, uncle is back. Uncle Fester the Cracker, uncle former mayor of New York City. Jesus. He's back. He's back. Gonna he's going to be the Secretary se- of it's State. It's possible. But here's the thing. He's such a kind of awful, hateful person. I mean, one of the... In the job description of Secretary of State, one of the big bullets under responsibilities is trying to improve relations between the United States and other countries. I, I, oh, you mean, do you mean diplomacy? Yeah, I, I can't imagine. Or, or trying to avoid war. I mean, this guy yeah, seems diplomacy. like he's, he's, he's looking for that fight. He he's wants, the chief diplomat. He's going to be our top diplomat. He's going to be our top Islamophobe. It's just horrible. Okay. Well, I next. think that to say, hold on, yeah. to say our top Islamophobe, that really, there's so many contenders for that crime <laughs> right now. I, he's up there, man. Just go back and look at his speech at the RNC. <sighs> Meanwhile, of course, his firm had was, you know, was in the pay of the Qatari government, the Qatari government, which 
uh, owns Al Jazeera and is notorious for uh, stoking anti-American sentiment throughout the Middle East. Um, The Qatari government that has harbored Hamas terrorists and leading figures of the Muslim Brotherhood. Uh, The Qatari government whose resources have gone into questionable uh, groups uh, uh, fighting in Syria. Including the Clinton Foundation? (laughs) I think, well, yeah. But isn't that what they t- isn't that what they blamed her for? Didn't they say that that the Clinton Foundation was taking money from the Qatari government? Yeah, as was the maybe future Secretary of State Rudolph Giuliani. Absolutely, that, he seems to get a pass on that though. There's so much. I mean, look, uh, what about the president-elect's call with Vladimir Putin, where they essentially talked about a reset in relations? How often did we hear over the course of the last eight years how Obama, President Obama? is so nice to our adversaries and terrible to our allies. I would consider Russia, I would consider Vladimir Putin an adversary. This is what this is precisely what the Republican Party was saying during Mitt Romney's run for the White House, that Obama got it wrong, that Putin was not someone to be trusted, not someone right. to work with. But here we are. And it just goes to show how fucked we are this week. Well, we're fucked because we live in a fact-free environment now. We do. We do. And speaking of a fact-free environment, whose name is being bandied about as possibly the next White House press secretary? Laura Ingraham. We're really fucked, Brad. Oh, man. That's not good. That's like... Didn't she do like some sort of like Heil Hitler thing at their RNC? Or like she was photographed and it looked like she was doing that? Uh, yeah. Mm. But wait a minute. She's a woman. She, right? Yeah. So the sausage fest is over. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right? Like, at least she's not a old white man. She's an old white woman. She's a cracker. She's a, she's a, she's a lady cracker. She's a lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There's a reason why ben, I did not put on NPR on my way home this evening. I just I can't take this stuff. I can't take it. I have. I can't watch the news. By the way, what? I'm not watching CNN ever again. Ugh. I'm not having it. Wait, we're no. not. I I can't go off on CNN because really the the I think the 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 thing that has freaked me out the most is this guy Stephen Bannon, uh, oh the God. guy from Breitbart News, the white na- the the white nationalist neo clan neo Nazi, yeah. and of course. You sent me the article today. What happened this afternoon? The stunning, oh amazing thing that happened that further underscores yet again how fuck we are this week. Oh, you mean the Rabbi Shmuel, Reb Shmuley, the seal of approval, the kashrut sign <laughs> given by Rabbi Shmuley Boter says, oh no, Steve Bannon is not anti-Semitic. I've never met him, but I know some uh, Jew who works for him who says, he says Shabbat Shalom every Friday. What yeah. the fuck so, is that? Okay, let's ignore the platform that he has given to racists <laughs> and you know Dude. the fact that he beat his wife and, and he's an anti-Semite. He, well, but he's supportive. He's against the Iran deal. So that's okay. okay. Well, this is the thing. For, for our listeners who don't know, Rabbi Shmuley Botia is, I don't even know if he has a flock. I don't even know if he's actually an ordained rabbi, but he has no, built well, himself as America's rabbi. What does that even mean? I don't even know what the hell it means. And he, 
he he you know what he is? He's just a star fucker. Remember, he's the he's, rabbi for for Michael Jackson. Michael, right. He's Michael Jackson's rabbi. He is the author of the book Kosher Sex. <laughs> what what do you think what do you think kosher sex entails? I don't know, but No, wait, wait, wait. wait. What does non-kosher <laughs> sex look like? Do you put like a slab it's of bacon a, in between you? No, I think it's, you know, forbidden body parts. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to say it, but it's forbidden insertions, you can't refer, I think. You can't refer to certain things as sausage? I don't know. But wait yeah. a second. Oh, that's a good Here, one. Right? right? You can't call you it can't sausage because it's not kosher. Well, here's, the, here's the thing I have. is like, I happen to think, you know, Jews, we're pretty sexy people. I mean, take a look at me. I'm a pretty sexy guy, right? I mean, you know, if you like five foot six hairy guys with a rumpled suit, I'm pretty damn sexy. At least I know one person I think who thinks I'm sexy. But if you take a look well, at Rabbi Shmuley, why would anybody yeah. want to read a book that uh, that about sex that Rabbi Shmuley wrote? He is a, a, a <laughs> my God. He, well, I mean, he's, he's yeah. unkempt beard. He's a fat, gross, disgusting human being. And I, but he knows more about sex than we do, apparently. I don't know. He's Michael Jackson's rabbi, and he wrote a book about sex. Hmm. And and hmm. he's an expert. He is an expert on nuclear proliferation. Nuclear proliferation. Yeah, he came out strong he, against the Iran deal. Yeah, and he's still, and that's why he says uh, Bannon, Steve Bannon's against the Iran oh, deal. Well, so that makes him kosher. And he never. He's given him the. He's given him the kosher symbol. It's, the it's so clear. It's so clear that Rabbi Shmuley is just trying has. Clearly, no principles, because no. he's he's just trying to ingratiate himself with the new power structure, and by coming out and saying I'm America's rabbi, and I don't personally know Steve Bannon, but somebody I know knows him, and he's not an anti-Semite. Oh my! But does anybody take does anybody take him seriously? I don't know. I this is I think I don't know. Like Pamela Anderson studies Kabbalah with him, no. I don't know. Well, if Pamela she Anderson does. said his <laughs> Just like, I mean, that's the whole, like, crazy thing about and, and this. I, How do you declare yourself said, America's rabbi? I don't know. What what denomination is he? His own f- star-fucking denomination. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I think that guy is, that guy is a fraud. Jackson need a rabbi? He needs to why be defrocked, Michael... but I don't even know if he's a rabbi. Can you, is, has he been frocked in order to be defrocked? I know. Do you need to be frocked to be defrocked? Well, whatever. Whatever. We, How, why does Michael Jackson need a rabbi? Or why did Michael Jackson need a rabbi? I have no idea. He needed spiritual guidance. <laughs> he needed spiritual guidance it, from somebody who has no soul. Because <laughs> they neither of them had have souls. Michael Jackson did not have a soul. The man made some decent music in his time, but had no soul whatsoever. <laughs> well, I think it was abused out of him, actually. Oh, God almighty. Rabbi Shmuley. Yeah. He's not a good. He's the conscience of America now. He's the conscience of American Jewry. <laughs> My God. He's. You know. What do you think he would say about the fact about that me? you didn't fast on Yom Kippur? You know what? I would say that if I was somehow a member of the power structure, if I was you know like a international movie superstar, he would somehow say that it was okay because I went to Jewish summer camp. And you'd get a pass. I'd totally right? get a pass because. Yeah, you'd get a pass. I'd totally get a pass. You know what? This whole this whole election aftermath. The one thing that that actually I can look back on and with you know that I'm I, I feel proud about. I feel good about is that you know 
the 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 reception of the Amen Corner, especially episode number five, uh, was I think tremendous. And yeah, you know, absolutely, uh, we've uh, gotten really good feedback. Really about great that. feedback. A lot of listens, and and I'll tell you, you know, uh, a nation in mourning, a nation confused, a nation shaken, turns to the <laughs> Amen Corner for answers, and we want to continue to provide that. I'm looking for two Jews in their mid to late 40s <laughs> who can provide me a little bit of guidance in these turbulent times. Tur- we will- a, na- a nation turns its lonely eyes towards us. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Oh, my God. But you know what? We launched the uh, Amen Corner Facebook page this uh, week. Go check it out. It's uh, On Facebook, it's the Amen Corner. Um, you know what? I have to tell you that um, in the midst of this terrible week, yeah. um, I went to a very lovely bat mitzvah uh, in New York City oh, this weekend. Mazel tov. And and my buddy, who's the father of the bat mitzvah girl, right. did you do? Uh, by, by the way, li- did you do the horror? Yes. I refuse to do the horror. Right. It's the most dangerous thing in the world. Yeah, but Jews fun. flying through the freaking. Someone's going to get killed, and I don't, I don't want it to be me. I refuse to do the. Whole I'm thing. afraid always of dropping somebody in the chair. I, I, I um, just the, the 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 whipping, you know, yeah. uh, auntie whatever at 100 miles an hour through the whole over. Someone's going to die, or someone's going to run into me, and I'm going to break my arm again, and I'm not going to be very happy about. It. No, 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 it's dangerous. Yeah, but you know what? There's a lawsuit in there somewhere. Nah, there's, money I'm telling there's money to be made. Dude, I'd rather be on the front line in Gaza than do the whole. Run. No, I think I think you're exactly. No, right. it's very but scary. Any, okay, yeah. go ahead. Uh, okay, so so my my friend whose whose daughter was bought misfit this weekend, he is a listener uh, of the Amen Corner. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. And, and and I come up to him afterwards to wish him a big. Big mazel tov. Big mazel. Big mazel. Big mazel. And he look, and he looks at me and he says, "This is one of those moments where you say, how the fuck did I get here?'" How the fuck did I get here? That's it. I'm like, exactly. So how, how the, fuck the fuck did he, fuck he, get, did he there? get here? You know, he had two girls, <laughs> and this is it, man. It happens. And you, you haven't, you haven't had a bat mitzvah to celebrate yet. Oh no. I have been through. I've been through two of I them. Know. They were great. And we had a blast. Well, yeah, we had I a didn't good do the time. My kids, I was too afraid. We did do I the horror. I did. I know you did. I, I saw did. you in that chair. Um, yeah. Well, um, and you know what? You think, how the fuck did this happen? <laughs> like, how did my kids get so old? Because it was just yesterday that they were, you know, tiny babies. And, and you think, what the fuck? What the fuck? But then we went to the, the party. Was this, was this like a night. full on? Was it like. It was a good New York City bat mitzvah party. Yeah, like a full-on like Viennese table kind of thing. No, no, no. There was no Viennese. I don't think there was a Viennese table. <laughs> Remember that in our day? Oh, yeah. That At was the Huntington Townhouse on Long Island, like they would the bring out the Viennese table. table and people would run, candy, dessert. Uh, exactly. Like you've never been fed before in your life. There are um, some some stereotypes <laughs> true. I don't know how many grandmas I saw stuffing stu- you know stuff in their pocketbooks during bar mitzvahs in my day. Oh my god! Mm. Let me just yeah. let me just uh, digress for one second and tell you that at my uh, engagement party, uh-huh. my and Michelle's engagement party right. twenty years ago, there was like a stampede for the omelet station, <laughs> and my and my step grandmother was like knocking people over. 
And she like knocks over my friend Ian and then she recognizes him and she's like, oh, Ian, how are you? And like lifts him off the floor after she knocked the shit out of him to get to the omelet station. I got a question for you. At the omelet yeah. station, was yeah. there the diced ham? No, not at uh, not, not our so thing. What's the point of having an omelet? Man. What's the point? Uh, at, sorry. At our wedding, I wanted to have the um, I wanted to have the, the 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 scallops wrapped in the smoked bacon. Oh, did your did your nah. my, the my, my mother in laws like uh, the rabbi's going to be there? I was uh, like, he may yeah, like that. Yeah, it depends on the rabbi. <laughs> uh, okay, so at the at the bat mitzvah party, yeah. uh, you know, it's one of these parties where we're invited. And our daughter, who is 13 years old, is invited. So she's there. And, you know, she really wasn't thrilled with the fact that we were there. Oh. She did not, you know, don't look at me. Right. Don't come over to me. Oh, wow. And, you know, at some point, I come over to where she is with one of her friends. And she looks at me and she says, yeah, you really shouldn't be dancing. (laughs) 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 You know... I'm not sure that's going to rock my world as much as that rocks your world. Yeah. I already live well, with three I people mean, who I roll really, their eyes at me constantly. Well, yes, and you know, truth be told, I really shouldn't be dead. <laughs> but come to think of I, it, the two, yeah. the two, the the bar and bat mitzvah you've put on, I do not remember you dancing. Actually, I remember I you in the chair. I remember I you hanging dancing. out chatting. I do not remember dancing. No, I dance because I I dance because my wife likes to oh. dance, so I don't want well, she her is to very get graceful. angry at me. She is. She's, she's very good. And I'm, dis, and I'm disgraceful. <laughs> uh, You're a basket of disgraceful. I am a, I'm an entire cornucopia of disgraceful. Oh, my God. It's, it's the deplorables versus the deportables. <laughs> and the deportables the, are losing those. badly. Oh, God. We are the now in the realm of gallows humor. The deportables versus the deplorables. And yeah. guess who And the are. deplorables have won the day. Ugh. They've won the battle, but they will not win they the war. They will not win the war. You know why? Because everybody uh, has, after Amen Corner 5, people have yeah. taken up the call to arms. Oh, yeah. The fuck, fuck you, you get involved. Get involved. That's right. Fuck you, get involved. That's it. I, I have to say I am encouraged by the fact that everybody seems to be trying to organize. Yeah. My, my sister and a group of friends have gotten together to start doing some grassroots organizing. Uh, I was at a meeting uh, yesterday. Um, I took pictures. Did you see my picture? I took pictures of uh, D.C. high school students protesting in front yeah. of the White House today. And I did see that. So, I did see. you got to post that on the uh, Men Corner oh, Facebook page. I will. I will. But I think that, you know, and, and I have to believe that. The meeting that my sister went to was not the only one of its kind. The one that I went to, not the only one. Yeah. People are really, really mobilized. Dude, dude people in my building but, organized the meeting. In the building. Like, they want to do something. I, people you know, want to do something. I that I, this, it's all great. It's, and it's, it is something that's not just it's necessary. It's things I need to do. It, 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 it also nourishes the soul when you're, when you're feeling really bad about things. But... I wonder if, again, you know, we are just in this bubble about things like that. Just think about it. 43% of registered voters in the United States did right. not vote in the presidential election. That's Jesus true. Christ, that's a huge number. Colin well, what Kaepernick did te- What does that tell you? Uh, what does that tell you? Wait, 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 what? 
Colin Kaepernick didn't vote. Yeah, you know what? Fuck Colin, Fuck Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. What a I respect dick. The, I respect the taking the knee. I respect... I, I, sal- I salute that. But dude, and, and his call for reform, you, but then if he doesn't yeah, make his voice known... You gotta vote. And I don't want to hear, well, they're both uh, bad. They're, they're not they're, both bad in this... She definitely yeah. has her problems. We discussed that last time, but she yeah. did not have a platform based on racist, nativist, nationalist, Islamophobia, misogyny, anti-Semitism. What yeah. else is there? I, I mean, that's... Uh, look, I'm not making this comparison. Right. I'm not, this is not an apples-to-apples comparison. It's not. However, it's just not. No, well, just wait. If you could say that both Hitler and Stalin were bad because they both were bad. But guess what? We made a choice there and we allied ourselves with Stalin to defeat Hitler because we did the calculation and we said this guy is really fucking bad. Do you know do you know what's been running through my head? I, I'm so glad you brought up the Hitler Stalin thing. My father, my my father, my dear father who is, I'm sorry to say, wiser in death than in life. Like, I look back on things that he said and say, Jesus, when he was alive, I used to give him shit about this, but that was actually a really wise thing to say. I just remember being a little kid and my father singing, Hitler had only one big ball, Goring (laughs) had two, but they were small, Himmler had something similar, but Goebbels had no balls at all, or something like that. And that, since this election, has been running through my mind. <laughs> really? <clears throat> I've never heard that. Oh, my God. That uh, must have been a, a World War II jingle. Yeah, it must have been little, something when he was a kid, sing. and it stuck with yeah, him. Yeah, the kids for, would sing. Right, yeah. exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We have to, we have to use that for, like, Trump administration figures. Donald you know what song? had only one <laughs> big ball. But he doesn't have a big ball. Had two, but they were small. Rudy had something Ooh. similar, and Bolton had no balls at all. Something like that. That would be awesome. And get like That's a whole a generation one. of people singing that stuff. Although we need we need a pop song yeah. because that that one it doesn't really resonate with yeah. the young people. The youngins. That doesn't. I feel with the young old. with, with Generation X. That's fucked up, dude. Whatever. Um, now I'm depressed you'll again. Feel old, you'll, you'll feel old when you're at a bat mitzvah and your daughter <laughs> says, yeah, yeah, you shouldn't be dancing. All right, yeah, yeah, I want to um, go in the corner and kiss boys. Leave me alone. Yeah. And then and then I came up to her and her friend when they were dancing. Right. And I was like, I, you know, I started dancing. And she's like, go away. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, I'm not dancing with you. I'm dancing with your friend. And her friend was like, go away. Dude. I'm like, really? Dude, I'm afraid of boys. <laughs> Because I'm a boy. You're afraid. I'm a, no, no, no. I, well. I, they're like, I, I, I have not, I have not at all, I, I look, we, we had this conversation. Sometimes I think I'm 15 years old. Maddie's 11. I don't want her near yeah. 15-year-old boys. Well, That's she's just, got four years. I, well, she I don't want her near 12-year-old boys. I don't even want her near 11-year-old boys. They're little animals. They only care about what? one thing. The same well. thing I care about. Damn. Anyway. The, the scary thing yeah. is, though, now in this, given this environment, it's actually a lot more dangerous. Oh, for yes, girls. it is because apparently it's okay to grab pussy. Like, I hey, know. now and isn't it the, the president of the United States grabs pussy? We can too. That's you true. You can grab and pussy you know, and be elected president of the United States. 
Maybe 30 years ago, <laughs> we would have been on the other side of the it's okay to grab pussy debate, but we're not. Oh. We're not 15. We were 15. We didn't know any better. And it's not okay. Right. And it's, it's not okay. It's definitely not okay. And it's not okay for anyone to think that it's okay. Uh-huh. That's a problem. And it's not politically... And I don't want to hear, like, oh, political correctness. No, no. <laughs> no, no. It's it, not okay yeah, to sexually yeah. assault It's just not people. okay. It's not okay to yell at a woman on the subway and say, you're not from here and they're going to right. deport or, you. That's not or okay. Or pulling up people's hijab and, or... Right. Put, I'm tired swastikas of being on bathroom walls in suburban Maryland high schools. It's just not right. And right. I'm, the idea yeah. that the president-elect was on 60 Minutes and say, I haven't seen this. It's a very small number of incidents or people saying this stuff is made up is just offensive. Well, it's, re- it's weird because, you know, this the, the person who was elected president by the Electoral College but not in the popular vote, he seems to be on Twitter a lot. <laughs> And, you know, my Twitter feed is filled with those images, so he should check out, instead of just tweeting, he should actually read some other people, read what's being tweeted, although he apparently does that, he too. He doesn't read. He only reads. Well, he looks at. He reads things like Us Weekly and People Magazine, and only when there are stories about him. You know how when, you know, presidents in the past have gone on summer vacation, it's always been in like a thing, what book the president is right. reading. And of course, everybody in Washington, like with bated breath, yeah, thinks a, that their book is the president's going to read their book and so on and so forth. And it and it's never really the case. I don't Donald Trump. What is he, what is he going to read on vacation? Something about uh, Donald Trump. I, I uh, guess the art of the deal, the art of the deal. Jeez. Now, I guess let I me guess, ask do we have to read that now? I think it will be required reading. It's like Mao's Little Red Book or Gaddafi's Little Green Book. Or I read Gaddafi's Green Book. He actually, in, you know, in the original, Gaddafi actually had, you know, for all of his loopy craziness, and he was loopy and crazy. He actually had some insightful things to say about the shortcomings of party politics that are directly relevant to some countries in the world right now. Why do you hate freedom? I do. I'm, I'm a <laughs> hater of freedom. You are too, though. You, Don't try to put it I all do. on me. That's true. Uh, I, I despise freedom at every level. But let me ask you a okay. question. Go. And this is serious. Are we out of touch? I, you know, I think maybe we are. We, okay. I think we're, we're a minority within a minority. Uh, and that is what is the minority that we're in the minority of? We're in the we're the minority of right thinking, not right like politically right. We're correct thinking. Correct. <laughs> the right way to think. Right. Jews, because there's not. Yeah. I mean, look at Rabbi Shmuley. He's given yeah. he's given kashrut uh, seal of approval to Steve Bannon. I'm you know like we said last time. There's a fair number of our co-religionists who aren't acting like our co-religionists because they are supportive of people who have hate in their hearts. That's not what it's about. Because they think, but they think that they're doing the right thing. They do think they're they doing believe right. in in their heart of hearts. They don't think they're doing anything wrong. You know what makes me what upsets me is I feel like there's there's a lot of reasons why Secretary Clinton lost. And, and we really should have a conversation about Carlos Danger well, and how Carlos Danger may have brought down the Republic. Why she lost the electoral vote. Why she vote. lost the electoral vote, exactly. I do think that 
there's and again, it's worth having the conversation about Carlos Danger, but I think that there is a a good portion of the electorate was motivated by an irrational fear of Muslims and the fact that we have whipped up terrorism. It has terrorism has has taken over. We are trapped in in the war on terrorism and it colors absolutely everything so that it becomes acceptable to essentially uh, tar an entire religion. This whole cry, we must use the term radical Islam. We must use otherwise we don't know what we're fighting. I think that that condemns an entire religion, a billion people. Why can't when we name who we're fighting, why can't we actually name it? It's 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 Daesh in the, the Arabic acronym or, or ISIS, uh, Al Qaeda, uh, Boko Haram, Hamas. I mean, why don't we just name who we're fighting? And of course, it, but but I think that this this whole thing is. I think a lot of people were motivated. How many? How much of 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 Trump voters were motivated by that kind of singular issue that what's become a singular issue in in American politics in September 11, 2001. At that time, we actually had a president, whether you agree with him or disagree with him, who was responsible about these issues and went directly to the mosque. This guy wants to shut them down because something's going on here until we know what's going on. And it's going to be real rough going for 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 Muslim Americans, I, I, I fear. Yeah, and I, I think, think you're a lot right. of, it's going to be rough going for a lot of Americans, yeah. a lot of hyphenated Americans, yeah. a lot of unhyphenated Americans, Including a lot of human right-thinking minority within a minority mid yeah. to late forty Jewish dudes on a podcast. Wait, a Wait. that sounds familiar. <laughs> well, this is you, this is, you know I, I said something today. Yeah, and I think that it's probably true. We can't be afraid. To call this out for what it is. That's right. Until they start rounding us up. And then we can <laughs> yeah, be afraid. We can be afraid. And then it's okay to be afraid. <laughs> and then I give permission to be Dude, afraid. I, should I get like should I get like trained up on weapons? I'm afraid of guns. You know my story, Dude. my my one story with guns. I didn't tell you this? Uh, you don't know this story? I'm not sure. I don't when think I so. was when I was at SICE, when I was at Johns Hopkins getting my masters, and um, they had the strategic studies program had a what's called I wasn't part of strategic studies, but they had what they call a staff ride, where they they went out to Twenty Nine Palms, California, to the to the Marine Corps training base there, and they had they had room and people who were not security studies people could go on the trip, and we went out there, and it was like a, two days with the Marines out in the field and stuff. And so it was time to go on like the M16 range and shoot rifles. And they gave you a magazine with 10 bullets in it. And a little guy popped up. And it was so funny. This was 1995, I guess. And so the little guys. Was he wearing a turban? No, 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 no. They were still dressed like Soviet soldiers. They Uh. had not changed it over yet. And I'm sure they're dressed like, you know, people in, you know, Al Qaeda types. Anyway, now. Anyway, so I had the 10 bullets and I shot 10 times. It was incredibly loud the thing bucked into my shoulder I missed all 10 times and I just handed it back to the marine who was like handling me and I said I, I never want to touch this I'm thing <laughs> yeah I'm done I'm done yeah well in answer to my question are the we pen out of is touch? mightier than the sword yeah. yeah yeah in answer to my question are we out of touch you started that yes story we are. you started that story by saying when I was doing my master's degree at SICE we're out we're of touch we're completely out of touch <laughs> we're out of touch I, and I think we're out of time we are out of time 
But one last thing. Steven? One last what's thing. What's the one last thing? I just want to say that this election, no matter what people say, definitely not good for the Jews. Oh. No. No. Not good for the Jews. Okay. On that sobering note, uh, I just want to thank everybody for listening again. We will continue to provide guidance during this difficult period for those of us who live in the East Coast bubble or the San Francisco bubble. Uh, Or whatever bubble you live in. Whatever bubble you live in. Everybody lives in a bubble of their own creation. (laughs) So thank you for letting us be part of your bubble. Anyway, thanks for listening. Have a good one. We're out. We're out.